0: Hi there, Tim here from Ridgefield Consulting. Welcome to our guide on whether you should buy a company car or a personal car. I'll cover everything from buying a car for personal use, buying one for business use as a pool car or a business lease. If you have any questions after this, then please reach out to us, but for now, let's get started. When it comes to buying a car, there are a multitude of financing options available. If you're in a position where you're deciding between buying a car as a personal vehicle or as a company vehicle for your own business, there are several considerations you should make. It's important to ensure you choose the best option for your circumstances as there can be significant savings depending on your position. So, buying a car for personal use. Generally, there is no tax relief when you buy a car for personal use. However, in instances where you are required to drive for work, such as to visit a client or site locations, your company should reimburse you for your expenses. However, This does not include commuting to and from your office if it's your main place of work. It is important to note that you should also make sure you have the appropriate car insurance to cover business travel. HMRC have stipulated a fixed rate of reimbursement when an employee uses their personal car for work which is not subject to personal tax. 45p per mile is granted for the first 10,000 business miles travelled in a given tax year and then 25p per business mile thereafter. Your employer, which may be your own limited company, will then be able to claim corporation tax relief as they will be able to deduct your reimbursement costs from their profits. If your employer pays you over the approved mileage allowance set by HMRC, then the excess will be subject to tax and national insurance, as it will be seen as income. For example, if they pay you more to account for the additional time it takes you to travel, then anything over 45p will or 25p if you've already travelled more than 10,000 miles in the tax year, will be taxed at your personal income tax rate. If you're the director of your own company, you can apply the same rules when using your own personal car to travel for business purposes. Be sure to keep an accurate record of mileage and keep your fuel receipts to submit if you're asked by HMRC. What about buying a pool car for your own limited company? Well, when buying a pool car outright for your own limited company, you can reclaim the VAT and also claim for capital allowances. Capital allowances are tax relief for assets that you purchase for your business. It allows you to calculate the tax owed for your business after the cost of assets have been deducted first. Whilst cars do not qualify for annual investment allowance, which is a type of capital allowance that enables you to deduct the entire cost, they can be claimed for a writing down allowance instead. This means that a part of the value of the car can be deducted each year. The amount of which is dependent on the CO2 emissions. Most up to date rates, as provided by HMRC, are as follows New cars with emissions greater than 110 grams per kilometre are entitled to a 6% allowance. New cars with emissions between 50 grams per kilometre and 110 grams per kilometre are entitled to an 18% allowance. Whereas new cars and electric cars with 50 grams per kilometre or less are entitled to 100% first year allowances. Secondhand and electric cars with emissions below 110 grams per kilometre can claim 18%. However, the emissions thresholds are expected to fall to 0 grams per kilometre for the 100% allowance and 50 grams per kilometre for the 18% allowance from April 2021. Whilst buying a pool car may offer the most tax relief, due to its strict requirements as to what will actually qualify as a pool car, it may not always be the best option depending on how you intend to use the vehicle. By definition, a pool car is a company vehicle which is available to employees to use for business purposes. It should be available to all employees on the grounds of their employment, it must actually be used by more than one employee, and it should only be used for business purposes. As a result, not only should there be no personal travel use on the vehicle, but the company should be able to show that they have taken measures to ensure that there is no possibility of personal use. However, If, on only minor occasions, there may be some incidental private use, such as where an employee takes the car home in order to allow for an early start for a business trip the next morning. What about leasing a pool car for your limited company? You may choose to lease the pool car for more affordable payments. If that's the case, you'll not be able to claim for capital allowances as you don't own the asset. Instead, you can claim the lease payments as a business expense. This will be subject to an allowance based on the CO2 emissions. Where the car's emissions are over 110 grams per kilometre, your limited company will only be able to claim 85% of lease costs. But if it's below that, then it is eligible to claim 100% of the annual lease costs against the company's corporation tax bill. Again, in order to be considered a pool car, it cannot be used for any personal travel. Where you satisfy the requirements as a pool car, you'll be able to reclaim the VAT on the lease payments. So what's the difference between a pool car and a company car? Although these are often used interchangeably, there's actually a significant difference. As already explained, a pool car is a vehicle that is available to all employees and only for business purposes. In contrast, a company car is often made available to individual employees and allows for them to use the vehicle for their own private use. This distinction is central when it comes to the tax implications for the company. So, buying a company car for your limited company. If you buy a car outright for your limited company and also intend to use it outside of work, the tax relief is reduced from what was described for pool cars. Where a company car can be used for personal use, you will not be able to reclaim the VAT on the cost of the car, but you will be able to recover VAT for business-related running costs such as car insurance, MOTs and servicing. What's most important to understand when buying a car for a limited company for personal use is that it creates a benefit in kind. A benefit in kind is often referred to as a company perk or a benefit. As a receiver of the benefit, you will be taxed your personal income tax rate 20%, 40% or 45%, depending on which income band you are in, on the value of the benefit. And as a director of the limited company providing the benefit, you'll need to pay 13.8% national insurance on the value of the benefit as the employer. You need to pay particular attention if the benefit in kind pushes your income into the next income tax band, as it may no longer be worthwhile to buy the car in this way. Not only that, but in order to report the tax on the benefit in kind, you'll need to complete a P11D and a P11DB form. If you use an accountant to help with the financial administration of your business, you may need to pay for the additional work involved. So, what about leasing a company car for your own limited company? When it comes to leasing a company car, there are even less tax benefits. Similar to leasing a pool car, you'll be unable to claim the capital allowances as you don't own the asset. Not only that, but there is still a benefit in kind and so you'll be liable to pay personal income tax and national insurance on the value of the vehicle. This is rarely the most cost efficient method when it comes to buying a car but the one benefit you may find is that car leasing companies will usually provide a cheaper deal to a business than for personal car leases. So that's everything you need to know when deciding the most tax efficient way to buy a car. You need to consider many different variables such as the type of car, how it will be purchased and how it will be used. As always if you have any other questions get in touch as that's what we're here for or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RCL Accounting to stay up to date with the latest advice from our team.